Welcome to the Common Sense for Common Peeps podcast, a podcast that talks about topics by using facts to come up with opinions and solutions for the betterment of us as human beings. We have the right to have different views based on our beliefs and opinions. It is up to us to take those facts, discuss those views, and come up with common ground solutions that will move our society forward. Thank you for listening and enjoy today's episode. there peeps and welcome to another episode here on the common sense for common peeps podcast and today is part four of my five-part series about content creating and the third of the three-part mini series i guess you can call it of how to become a better content creator in the first part of this mini part we talked about the ability to do it so if you haven't heard that You can rewind two podcast episodes back, and you can see what that's about. And then the last episode, we actually talked about consistency. And the final part is networking. And that seems to be a word that a lot of people always talked about ever since I've been pretty much in grade school. It's about networking. It's about getting to know people. So one of the things I stress with my kids about networking is is that when you're going out looking for something, A lot of times it's not about your abilities, but it's about who you know. And if there's a choice between you and somebody else, and you're a little more familiar with the person than the other one, a lot of times that they will, even though your resume may not be as good as the other one, if they have a general idea of you and they know you and you come like recommended, they're mostly going to pick you over the person that could be more qualified as you. So one of the things that you need to do as far as content creating and expanding is networking. You have to go out and talk to people. You have to go out there and make yourself known. You have to make a splash for yourself. It's very, very rare that somebody's going to come to you and pull you out of the pool. For you, you have to go in there. You have to make the splash. You have to surf around. And you have to be your own promoter. The best person to promote yourself is you. And in content creating, that's what you're doing. You're promoting yourself. You need to go out and reach out to avenues so that you can draw people to you. It's kind of like being your own salesperson. You're selling yourself. And to do that, what you need is people. You need people to see your content. You need people to watch your content. You need people to stay in your content and you need to find the right people. You just can't pick somebody that's not going to help you as far as either establishing a community or even checking out your content. I mean, if you're going out to a 70-year-old lady who's never seen an internet before and has absolutely no idea what content is and what YouTube is, it's a pretty good idea not to go after that person. So you have to figure out who you need to go after, and and that's where you need to stick yourself in, and you need to promote yourself. You need to self-promote yourself through networking. Now, I would probably say that a lot of people of today, younger people, like to use social media as that. They like to put their stuff in Twitter. They like to put their stuff on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. But starting fresh, you're not going to get a whole lot of people looking at you. 
which means that you have to go out there and explore other people and grab them and bring them to you. So as far as content creating, how do you do that? And what would be strategies to go after that? I can tell you right now is in Twitch, and this is one of the things that I'll get into in the next episode. But one of the misconceptions is, is that if you just stream, turn the stream on and you stream for 12 hours and you do that for seven days a week, people are going to come to you, you're going to build a community. That is probably the furthest from the truth of what you have to do. As we discussed last episode about scheduling, you don't want to burn yourself out. So you need to schedule yourself to a point where you're maybe streaming 12 to 15 hours a week, like maybe Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday for four hours. But the key is, is that you have to network. You have to spend minimum is amount, amount of time that you're putting into your stream as far as going into other people's stream, looking at other people's content. So, for example, if I'm streaming on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'm probably going to have to think about joining other people's streams on maybe Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Sunday, or whatever, and try to find people, like-minded people, that I share common values with. And it helps if you have the same content, you know, you're, you're sharing the same content um, likes and that. So, for example, Twitch, it's probably a good idea to start finding, if you're a Minecraft player, to start finding common Minecraft people that are like you. Now, you don't want to limit yourself to that either, but it's just a start. It's like a start. Now, you could pop around in other people's streams and play other games and see, but the, but the key is to let them know that you're there. So, sometimes as a smaller streamer and starting to build from scratch... You want to try to catch people that are the same interests as you. And then maybe as you catch that person, maybe two more people might come from their particular community. Or if you get lucky and you hit somebody that has like a thousand followers and you pull one of them over and they have a common interest in you, now you almost have to become part of their community too so that they can drive some of the people over to you. So it's kind of like a game you got to play. I mean, it's not like like you're cutthroating or anything like that. But in the same breath, you have to be out there. You have to be in other people's streams. So this is why they say full-time streamer. Well, what does a full-time streamer consist of? A full-time streamer is probably streaming anywhere between 12 to 20 hours and probably networking anywhere between 12 to 28 hours. And I can guarantee it's probably even more than that. If you're going to be 40 hours into this, you got to consider yourself streaming 20 hours and networking 20 hours. And that's the part where a lot of people fall short is that you have to advertise yourself. You have to reach out and, and show people who you are so you can drive those people to you. And that will start a community. I've watched streamers start from one follower I've joined people that have started at 500 followers. I've watched people that were partners. And just by watching how each one individually grows and how they do it, it all bases back to some sort of networking. Whether you get raided by somebody and then you return the favor of the raid. Or whether you get raided by somebody and then they bring a couple of people your way. 
or if you just happen to stumble into their stream looking around or you're in somebody else's community and they raid to a community and then you start becoming telling you know in there you don't want to ever like self-promote yourself like to like hey i'm a streamer and anything like that because i'll boot your butt but what you can do is draw conversation and that's what streamers really really enjoy the most yeah they enjoy playing the game but 90% of the streamers, especially smaller streamers, will tell you that the number one reason why they stream is the communication to meet people. So if you don't have the ability to do that or you're not willing to do it, then A, you need to figure out how to do it. Or in B scenario, you need to just get out of it. <laughs> I mean, you really need to sit down and say, okay, why am I streaming? Am I streaming to grow? Am I streaming as a hobby? Is my streaming just because I like to talk to myself? Why are you doing it? And once you answer those tough questions, then you can kind of move forward on where you need to attack it. Now, there's some people that join content creating and are in a pretty good, fortunate position where they might know a partner or two. And because they're in their community, then they decide to start making content they might get a push from that partner or a push from somebody that's um, monetized on YouTube. They might get a push from that as a, like a helper. A lot of people don't have that, but that's an outside source you can take advantage of if you do have it. But there's going to be a cap where, okay, everything's getting thrown at me, thrown at me, thrown at me, and I'm just growing so fast and I'm not really doing any effort to it. Eventually, you're going to cap out. And when you cap out, how are you going to push yourself forward? I have seen people start very, very slow and just slowly rise, 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 rise. And in three years, they're partner. I have seen people that got to a great start where they were just like right below partner, but they can never build it up to partner because they didn't know how to build a community and how to draw and how to network. So there's so many ways you can do it and so many avenues to take. And there's going to be outside forces that are either going to help you or hinder you, or you're just going to have to figure out how to do it on your own. And also when you are streaming or, or, or doing some kind of content, probably one of the key things that you have to keep in mind is who am I rating to? Am I rating to somebody that's worth it to me to raid to? If I'm a Minecraft streamer that's family friendly, is it beneficial to me to raid somebody then who's playing what, Overwatch or one of those, I think that's the name of the game, who's cussing like a sailor every 10 seconds and who might be like 15 years old, whereas I might be more of a 40 year old family friendly streamer. So would that be wise to me to raid to? And then there's other options out there. And I've seen people grow from using what they call gaming discords. There's discords out there that benefit people to help them grow, especially in the early stages. So there's gaming discords that you join. And then that community, you put your socials and everything in inside a discord. And then when you go live, people from that discord will come watch you. And then after that, after they watch you, then you go back to the discord and then you acknowledge that they watched you. And it's kind of like building a community through the Discord, which is could be a very beneficial fact early on to gain to gain followers and to gain friendship through these Discords. 
Because if you have nobody, you join these gaming discords and you kind of bond with two or three people. And then the next thing you know, you're bonding with their community and you're bonding with their community. You can grow pretty quickly in a very short time. But just keep in mind that you're spending, you're going to have to spend a lot of time doing the back work for the gaming discords. You're going to have to watch other people in a discord. You're going to have to acknowledge them in the discord. And then after a while, if you think about it, once you grow to a point where you're spending a lot of time on the gaming discords and not a lot of time on your own growth, now you got to think, okay, what's the beneficial of this for me now? So there's many different ways, and we could talk about that in another episode, but there's so many different ways that, that you network. And the key is, is to find out what's the best way for you to network. And one of the best things to do, and it's kind of common sense, but when you are streaming or you're doing content creating, but if you're streaming for once, make sure that you're having an energizing conversation with people. Make sure you're engaging with them. Make sure you're talking with them. If you do have a camera, Make sure that the camera is pointed like at you and not at a wall or something like that. Make sure that your audio is really, really good because that's the key to streaming is having the, the best audio you can possibly have. And then as far as your content creating goes, make sure that you are uploading your information to your discords and your socials that, hey, I dropped this video. Hey, I dropped this uh, short. Hey, I did this. Hey, I did that. The YouTube algorithm is can be very, very cruel, but it can be very, very helpful too if you know how to use it and you stay consistent to your niche to whatever you're at. One of the best ways that you can network too is by playing with other people, playing with your community, making your community feel like, you know, you're your family. And when you start playing with them and interacting with them and joining their streams and talking with them, you can kind of pull in from other avenues even though i'm streaming here and johnny who's a big friend of mine and part of my community streaming over here if sally comes in the johnny stream and johnny says you know what i'm part of blah 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 and you should go check out jimmy bob jimmy bob's really really good so now they bring sally jimmy just brought sally over to me jimmy bob and then the next thing you know between the two of us we just pulled in somebody so playing with viewers is, I think, another key, key component to the networking part. Just letting people know that, hey, I like to play with you. Hey, I like that you're part of my community and, I, and I'm so glad that I can game with you. Even though this episode might be a little shorter than the other two, don't think that it's not as important as the other two because it really is. And it just blends in with all three because think about it. If you have the ability to make content with the best equipment, with a great mic, with all of the whistles and the bells and everything that goes with it, and you have a consistent schedule that you're able to stream Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday between 6 and 10, and you're able to do all of that. However, you're still not pulling anybody, so you're still stuck with between two to three viewers, you're not getting any followers. Why? Because you're not networking, because you're not reaching out and showing people, hey, 
This is what I got. This is my content. Come see me. And that is so vital. It is so vital for growth. I cannot stress that anymore, that it is so vital for growth and it's so vital for you as a person to be able to get your name out there so that you got people saying, hey, I know such and such, such and such can do the job. Why don't you try him out? Because nine times out of 10, if I have somebody that's recommended from somebody and I have somebody that has absolutely nothing, I know nothing but a great resume, I'm still going to pick that person that got recommended by somebody. So first of all, thank you guys for making it this far. I really, really appreciate it. And again, if you have not um, heard the first two mini parts um, about being the ability to create content and the consistency of creating content, go on and back and listen to that. And then next episode is going to be the final of this five-part series. And I'm going to talk about TwitchCon. We just got back from TwitchCon two days ago. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, and then we're going to kind of recap everything in a nutshell of what these three episodes, these three mini parts, I guess you can call them, is about. And we're going to throw TwitchCon, everything that I learned there, um, ideas that were reinforced, facts that were reinforced in essence. We're going to go over the, all of that in the next episode, and that'll wrap up this five-part series. So thanks, guys, for listening. And I guess it's time for today's Knucklehead of the podcast. And now, it is time for the knucklehead of the podcast. Today's knucklehead of the podcast is two hunters in Wisconsin. There were two hunters. They were out in the woods and they were rabbit hunting. So one of the uh, hunters kicked up a rabbit and it ran into a pipe. So the hunter went to the one side of the pipe where it ran into and he called out to his buddy. And he said, hey, 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 this rabbit's in the pipe. Go on the other side. See what we can do. So the hunter goes on to the opposite side of the pipe. So he looks in. He goes, hey, I see it. It's like right here. So the hunter on the opposite side goes, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Well, what happened? The hunter from the left side ends up shooting into the pipe, and the one on the right side got hit. The only reason why the hunter on the right didn't die is because the rabbit absorbed most of the bullets, most of the shelling that went into the piping. Needless to say, hunter on the right ended up losing both eyes, and he had a broken arm. So these two hunters are today's knuckleheads of the podcast. All right, my peeps, thanks again for listening to today's episode that wraps up the three-part mini-series of the five-part series about content creating that we're doing here on the podcast. All of the show notes are in the panels below. You can catch my website there. You can catch my YouTube channel, Twitch channel. All of my information is down there in the panels below. Make sure that you take advantage of those. If you have not favored this podcast on any of the podcast affiliates out there that have this channel, including Buzzsprout, um, it's on Apple, it's on Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and I can't remember anything else more, but make sure that you at least favorite it there, that every time the episode comes out, you will be notified. That always helps. 
And this will wrap up this episode. Thanks, everybody, again for listening. And as always, bye-bye, baby.